Hi, and welcome to the NDA podcast. It's always Media Thursdays with me, Justin Pierce, the editor, and me, Andy Oakes, the publisher. So it's always Media Thursday. It's 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 sort of kind of Thursday, but it's not the not the Thursday we thought it was because you've been away for a long time, Andy. Where have you been? Well, uh, for a bit of it, I was in hospital having a a minor operation. Uh, Amy Keane has just uh, put this down as me having a buttock enhancement. <laughs> Did you have a buttock enhancement? I, I really don't like to talk about it, but I'm, yes, so I'm standing back. whilst recording this. <laughs> you could have had your buttock enhancement. But you're back, and Media Thursday's back. We had a couple of weeks off while you've been away, but we're back now every every week. Uh, this is coming out early this week than normal, but, you know, things have happened. But what has been happening recently in the industry? I mean, I suppose we've got the walk figures out, which were optimistic again always optimistic aren't they um and some good interesting points in there so so the the headline figure is that it's 14 percent up uh on 2020 search is going to be the fastest growing area which is up by 15.3 percent search is always there isn't it search never goes away search never goes away and if you think back way back to when we were an MA and search was such a massive part of the industry. We had a, a column on search, we had search conferences, the move for search marketing, whereas nowadays it's just become, I guess, the kind of background for everyone's digital marketing strategy. If you think about it, we had a dedicated search journalist, Will Cooper, who wrote Cooper on Search, his <laughs> weekly yeah. email. Yeah, and it was always the most closely fought category in the nma agencies guide when we we put together a sort of a i think it was a revenues chart wasn't it of people who are the best agencies in search and yeah. it was it was really forcefully uh, fiercely competitive and if the, the agency that didn't win would always ring me the next day to complain <laughs> they, they were really cross and would say the other guys were were baddies and liars and probably best not to say who they were um definitely best not to say who they were but they all made lots of money from their sales. It's just good to see more positive reports. We had, obviously, the IAB figures were out recently. Again, very positive. We had John New, CEO of the IAB, on the podcast to talk about them. Do you think no one from Walker's is coming to come on to talk about him because we we made an allegation that John Mew looked a little bit like Grayson Perry? Well, he was wearing a dress at the time. Well, okay, fair. Allegedly. Allegedly. <laughs> right, it it's is a podcast. <laughs> Exactly. Good to see these reports keep coming out showing the industry coming back to rude health. We, oh, yes, we've got uh, our sentiment industry survey tracker coming out soon, uh, which that's what it says. And that, again, was pretty positive. You know, we, we asked people in the industry what, how they feel about jobs and, and revenues and all, all those sort of things. And again, it's, it's quite positive. So there's definitely a feeling of optimism in the air, isn't there? Budgets, budgets return. There's interesting things going on. Budgets are returning, getting, I mean, just you can tell, just sort of a, a really anecdotal thing. The amount of press releases we get through for new campaigns now, and the new business section is suddenly we're getting 100 press releases a week as opposed to 50, which we were a few months back. Yeah, that's true. You can, you can definitely feel it in the air. Good big, big, big industry moves going on, people moving to big jobs. Yeah, um, the other day we saw Marco, uh, who obviously was at Spotify for a long time. Uh, he, he went off for a while doing consultancy, and then he's landed his next big job uh, at Wayland, a social media agency. And it's always interesting to see people like Marco being, you know, he, I guess, built some of the agencies that defined the early days of digital marketing. Uh, 
people like Marco will go off and do some consulting and realise they're, they're really back at the helm of, in, of companies that are shaping the industry. I think it's exactly where he is now. Uh, this is Marco Batozzi, where we should we should point out. It is indeed. And Marco wrote a great piece the other day for NDA talking about the nine to five culture of our industry and how vital it was. And I know we talk a lot about, about back to the office, but you, you, you can't get away from it. I think everything Marco said was true. It's the fact that nine to five was developed for a reason and you need people working about the same hours to do the best work. Yeah. That's why yeah. it's so important. It's interesting that one. I've seen you know, there's been a lot of you know, a lot of stuff, uh, primarily on LinkedIn, uh, about where people have gone to the four-day week. Um, interesting. If anyone's still doing that, get in touch with us. We'd love to talk to you about it. It'd be really interesting to see how it's going for you, how you're working it. If your clients are okay with it, I think is always the key, isn't there? Um, we'd love to hear when, from you. I think it was when Lab, was it Lab who, who did their four-day uh, work? And that's quite yeah. a while ago. It was a massive news and now as you say more and more people are doing it 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 does make a lot of sense that's the one good thing we've learned from this pandemic is that you know the old working practices weren't totally fit for purposes i saw the one that uh, causes most trouble is when you offer someone and offer your employees unlimited holiday and they end up taking less than they should have done (laughs) yeah yeah i mean we'll see what comes out of it but i do think there's definitely a place for the office and that's what mark and they play clear which is kind of fascinating and Again, something we talk about a lot of this podcast, but again, something that's so important is, is events. Uh, I had lunch with Greg Grimmer at MediaTel last week. And fascinatingly, MediaTel were the first ones to pivot. Uh, and I would say had the most success in, in virtual events. Yeah. Uh, their next big, big event, Greg was saying they wanted to make it, it's not going to be live streamed. And the reason for this is he wants people back at the event of course there'll be virtual elements to it there'll be hybrid as much as as much as um, any other entities nowadays but it's interesting to see that the importance of real world networking is again raising its head well no one wants to spend their life on linkedin uh more any more than they they currently do so i think it's important we do get out and see people again again just anecdotally people are calling us and say let's meet let's have a quick meet in a pub now rather than a, do you want to jump on a call which, which is wonderful news <laughs> It is. I mean, you know, I can already feel the jeans are starting to get a bit tighter again. Which all the lockdown uh, <laughs> exercise was but now pointless. But yes, it is things feeling good again like that. Now, who knows how long it'll last? You hear lots of gloomy people talking about the government going to plan B. We don't, we don't like this gloom. This podcast is not about that. This podcast is 100% gloom-free. Gloom-free. I suppose that ties your jeans maybe related to the Baltic enhancement operation you just had, as we discussed earlier. And just back to your first question, I, I met up with Dan and Ian from Madfest, big, big partners of NDAs. And they're coming back with their main Madfest event in July. I think it's going to be three days. Three yeah. days of absolutely wondrous entertainment. So again, events, events, so important. And, and they're just back, back and bigger than ever. They are, and it's the it's the daddy of all ad tech events this week. It's it's ATS. It is indeed. Yeah. Really, really amazing event. And then yeah, we'll, we'll find be holding out, court. We find out who's who's crowned the ad tech personality of the year again always fiercely fought and talking about we're coming out to our own trinity lunch which is in i think two weeks we launched it in the something summer it's in months away now it's a couple weeks time that's going to be again a sort of lovely return to normality 180 people the great the good of the industry gathering at the andas and Liverpool street yeah uh well it gives me a chance to you know, probably give a debut to my new buttocks, I think, uh, to the entire industry. 
so if you're there, look forward to that. Now, something else that we spend a lot of time on NDA on is diversity across the industry. And one of the things I think we're both very proud of is our partnership with Women in Programmatic Network. Yes. And that was set up to sort of do what it says, really, provide a support network for women working in the programmatic industry. And I think maybe only as short as three years ago, two years ago, there was a lot of talk about the lack of women in the programmatic industry. And that's definitely not the case today. And I think we've, you see, we've, we're interviewing the, all the members of the network and very glad to say that Zoe Bapti, who uh, is on our PR team on the PR side of business, has been accepted, which is great news. Uh, so, yeah, we've been running a series of interviews with members, uh, and it's building up to be quite a treasure trove of programmatic talent on the A. It, it really is, and there's some fantastic content which comes through it as well. Um, un, unfiltered, I always think. It's a bit, a bit like our PMU content. It's yeah. content that's not gone through uh, several several layers of uh, PR agency and legal in the US. It comes straight to us, straight from the heart. And I think that's great. It looks good. Uh, and it makes for a really good read. It does, as you say, it's good to hear, hear from people across the industry because that's, again, that's the thing I personally I most enjoy most about PMU is when I get to interview on a podcast all the the uh, cohort and getting to interview people people of every different job level every part of the business rather than just talking to the, the CEO or the leader that normally is normally put forward by the other press team but talking really programmatic very excitedly to welcome the special guests on today's it's always media Thursday podcast it's Jen Antonio from Magnite hi thanks for inviting me on I'm very excited first of all how are you I am good. Uh, I'm glad to say that uh, I was out last night um, and uh, yeah, just nice to be out meeting clients and, you know, kind of doing what we what we were doing before lockdown. So, yeah, I'm good. Out last night will affect how you're feeling this morning. Actually, I'm feeling a lot better this morning. <laughs> I was last Thursday. <laughs> Fantastic. So look, we're going to talk about the Women in Programmatic Network. So, so yeah. we series of, our, of interviews and NDA and it's getting really well known but for those listeners who haven't come across yet do you want to give us what it is in a nutshell? Yeah sure so the Women in Programmatic is really uh, a network um, group of women that get together on a monthly basis uh, to talk about industry topics so uh, whether that's well anything to do with the industry whether that's around identity, CTV, um, just anything really. And it it covers anything to do with programmatic and ad tech in general. Uh, and it's for anybody that cuts across the industry. So whether you are publisher side, whether you are ad tech, whether you are advertiser side, um, and at any level as well. So, you know, you can be senior, you can be junior. Um, it's open to all. And I think that's the most important thing about this network. It is, it's free to join um, and it, it's for anybody. And we really want to to just support women um, in any way that we can. You know, sometimes it can be difficult at the more junior end to build your network, build connections, um, to be able to attend events. And so we are real advocates for partnering with uh, a number of, you know, 
organizations to help women get out there at events, but also to help women build confidence to even be able to speak at these events. And as you will know, there is a massive cry um, for female speakers in the industry. And I think we've got we've got a, a big job on our hands to tackle, which is helping build up women's confidence to be able to want to go and speak on those panels. And I think um, the nice thing is that we're working on some initiatives that will help um, build that confidence. Because I think there's two issues with that. You've got one where women either don't want to speak um, or maybe would like to, but again, uh, uh, you know, nervous about that opportunity and then you've got women that would like to but their organizations won't allow them because they haven't had the necessary media training so um yeah so we want to kind of build um uh, and help help the industry really um get more women out there to have that voice um and to be heard um and yeah it's just really a, a network that helps connect women supports them in any way um uh, whether that's they're looking at a new job or they've been made redundant uh, or connecting them if they have any issues or challenges with anything, connecting them to the right people. Um, and it's 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 been amazing how quickly this network has grown. We are actually quite overwhelmed um, by the momentum that has really taken place uh, over the last year. It's so impressive. You look at I mean, just look at the number of people we've interviewed on NDA. It's this real sort of treasure trove of programmatic talent. So what you had, I think, your first event or at least a very recent event, uh, very recently with Incubator or Incubator's offices. Sorry, so how how was that in the real world? Yeah, I mean, that was our first face-to-face networking event. Um, And, you know, it's always a little bit nervous. You just don't know how these things are going to go, do you? But, oh, my gosh, we were absolutely overwhelmed by... The amount of people that signed up and the amount of people that attended. And I think the really nice thing was that for some women, this was their first event in general. For other women, it was their first event since COVID. Um, and there was just such a buzz in the air. Like you just, you just could, you couldn't finish your conversations before, like, you know, somebody else would come up and talk to you and you just had all these you know, half finished conversations around the room. Um, But yes, we had um, Sally, who's the CEO of Incubator, who um, uh, spoke and gave an inspirational speech. And also Rebecca Ackers from Magnite um, gave a really motivating speech. Um, So it it was great. And I think we, again, we've had so much feedback from people wanting to know when the next event is. So we're actually going to be putting something on again at Christmas time. Uh, and then rather excitingly, uh, we're working on a really big, big event for um, uh, Women's uh, International Women's Day in March. Um, so we've got an amazing venue um, and we're going to have even more women join that. And we're going to have some more motivational um, female speakers. So uh, that is one not to miss. Um, and I'll be able to share more details as that progresses. That sounds really interesting. Do, do let us know. And we're more than happy to obviously publicise that through NDA. Yeah. I was thinking one of the things that re- I really like about the Women in Programmatic Network is it's it's not hierarchical. It does have people from right across the board. And I think that's really important. There was some criticism of other women's groups a few years back that they were very much for women at board level, women bosses, mm-hmm. and who was supporting the next level coming through. So I think the work you guys are doing with the Women in Programmatic Network is excellent because it provides that mentorship. It provides that ability to speak to more experienced people. And, yeah. and 
for younger people to create their own network. So I think that is a really mm. interesting facet to the group. Yeah, and I'm a big advocate, and, and all the members are, uh, the founders um, and the, the board members are big advocates of building that next generation up. And even going further beyond that to um, the next generation of male and females that are school leavers. And we're working on a big initiative to really help just bring that next level um, of generation into our industry um, at that level and offer work experience. So working with organizations that are willing to offer one or two weeks work experience. And then for those, you know, graduates and uh, and new entry level people um, and, and welcoming, them, welcoming them into the group. And I think that is so important. And, you know, like I, it's just a way of giving back as well. Like, you know, I, I have such an amazing network of people that have supported me throughout and I can't tell you how valuable that is and how much that helps through difficult times as well as good times so I think being able to give back and supporting that younger generation is so important and they'll yeah. do the same you know it's just kind of it, it carries on throughout so yeah we, we had both uh, Amber and Zoe from our team were at the event and they oh. came back really excited they absolutely loved it so we we can totally back up your the the fact that it was fantastic, inspirational, and great people there. They loved it. Yeah, and you know the nice thing is you had senior people, very senior people, speaking to very junior people, and I think that's just amazing. It's like like you said, the hierarchical um, level is just stripped completely out, and I think that's great for the the you know lower entry levels to be able to have conversations with more senior people and, and vice versa, and just be inspired, right? Definitely. Yeah, it's a really good idea. So let's talk for a bit, second or two about Maglite. What's going on at Maglite? I mean, you know, beyond <laughs> being with the winner pragmatic, what's happening? How how are you looking forward to Christmas? What, what you know, how is life in the media with you at the moment? So I I, I literally love my job. Um, I um, I feel very very fortunate and very very lucky to have found such an amazing company to work for. Having left an amazing company where I used to work at Dennis Publishing with an amazing culture, and I was there for a very long time, to then find uh, another company. And Magnite's been on an interesting journey since I joined. So I joined uh, coming from Talaria, and then we merged with Rubicon. Then we acquired Spotex and Sprintsurf. So I liken my experience to um, it's been kind of you know uh uh sort of like a uh an arranged marriage right i didn't sign up to <laughs> all these other companies but i feel very fortunate that all these other organizations have great culture and the people are amazing and look at the end of the day that makes your job so much more fun doesn't it so is it really like that there are other you know in the canteen are there groups of ex Talaria people ex rubicon <laughs> people are there fights regularly at lunchtime is it like the, the, the fight scenes in Anchorman with all the new scenes? Like that, in my head, that's what's happening. No, honestly, I mean, you know, we're still not fully in the office yet. So um, at the moment, it's a bit like, you know, coming back on your, after your first day at school, you know, on the new term, and you're just so excited to see everybody. And you haven't, you've spoken to these people, but you've never met them face to face. So it's kind of like, oh, my God, you're a lot taller than I thought you were. Or yeah, like... That's always the problem. <laughs> How tall are people? <laughs> Right. always the height yeah yeah um so it's just kind of uh, there's just a real buzz in there and I think a lot of people are really keen to kind of come back in and just sort of get that office buzz back 
but striking the balance, right? You want to be able to still have working home, working from home days because they are extremely valuable too. But yeah, Magnite, um, like I said, has been an interesting journey. So I obviously am account director for CTV across EMEA. So I'm very much focused on the CTV side. Um, and at the moment, we're kind of in that process with the sort of SpotX and Magnite sort of merging Um but it's very exciting. And I mean, the CTV space, uh, you know, I mean, I'm, I'm slightly biased, but it's a very exciting space to be in. And uh, I'm just excited to kind of be working in this in this space, especially as it kind of, um, you know, it's at the beginning. It reminds me a little bit when I joined media way back when, when digital was this new, sexy, shiny thing. Uh, and I kind of, you know, came in uh, at the beginning and I feel like I'm kind of coming in at the beginning of the CTV uh, side of things where you know it is sexy shiny and exciting yeah it's a good analogy actually it's, it is quite like the early days of digital CTV mm. units so at least especially in in the UK it is still at the very very start of its you know start of the journey so it's yeah supposed to be in well Jim thank you so much for taking all of your time but it's great to talk to you great huge congratulations and great work you're doing winning programmatic good luck on your continued loving magnetically arranged marriage so thank you <laughs> for joining us yeah, thank you very much for both having me on. I've thoroughly enjoyed it. Okay, talk again soon. Thanks, Jen. Take care. Bye. So that was a met Jen Efron Antonio from Magnite. Also, I mean, the Women Preparation Network is an amazing organisation. Zoe uh, works for British Library. She recently joined, recently accepted, which is which is great news. And they, there are so many these networking bodies, but there wasn't one for women in programmatic. It seems such a sort of obvious, obvious need. It's a defined group, but it's a huge, hugely diverse group, as you said, you know, but with, you know, really obvious needs. Oh, it is. And as I said to Jen, I'm really impressed about the fact that it takes people from all levels. Uh, and that's something that's really interesting. We've seen that in our PMU um, training program in, in that we have a lot of people from quite junior backgrounds, obviously, but we've had, we've got chief executives, We've got heads, uh, country heads. We've got some real uh, managed directors, really senior women as well, who are going through the course at the same time. And I don't, I don't know whether it works with blokes. I'll be honest with you, whether that would work in exactly the same way. But very senior people mixed with junior people, and it just works. Camaraderie works. Excellent. And I think what Jen said there about you know the fact is you've got uh, how helping organisations get their their talent out, speaking who aren't the the bosses who've been media trained that's always an interesting thing and with pmu uh what i love is i get to interview all the all the attendees or all the cohort at the end on a podcast and it's so different because normally you get to interview only the ceo yeah only the boss who's been media trained to an inch of his or her life and talking to people throughout the organization is so refreshing and they have the best stories and also are often the most passionate about their companies we should probably remember when talking about media training within an inch of their life that we also own a PR company. Oh, yeah. That do a lot of that. But they do it. We do. Our guys do it well. Well, quite, quite, I mean, you know, media training is vital. You know, communication is vital. PR is vital. Something. But what is also vital is organisations need to let out all their talent and not just focus on the, on the top tier. Exactly. So that's, that's our takeaway from today. If you're a CEO listening to this and you've got been given a conference slot, do you need it? Is yeah. there someone more junior in your organisation that would be better and possibly, just possibly, represent your organisation a bit better than you do? Exactly. Well, that's it. We're out of time. Thank you so much for listening. This has been It's Always Media Thursdays with me, Justin Pierce, and me, Andy Oakes. 
And we'll see you this time. We mean it definitely next week. Yes. Goodbye. Bye.